There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, uh, we've been talking a lot about Britney Spears because, frankly, there's been a lot to talk about. By the way, if you haven't already had a moment to go over to her Instagram, there's new posts. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Well, hello there. But the new thing, uh, the thing that caught our attention today for various reasons was a headline about Britney Spears and the conservatorship trying to use a different method to cure Britney Spears. Yeah, so there's a story about Jamie and company trying to cure Britney with religion, and it's a great conversation in and of itself. But I also think it's a way we can tie in a conversation about a documentary the three of us have been watching. Thanks, Holly. More on that in a moment. I'm convinced there literally has to be some culty-like shenanigans around a person connected uh, with Britney Spears that we can talk about and her husband and uh, their church and how that might have affected Britney. Mm-hmm. Back it up, start over. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you the story I read on uh, the TMZ. Headline, Jamie and company tried to cure her with religion. That is Britney Spears. And what you find is a story about Lou Taylor. So The story from TMZ says Jamie, her father, Mm -hmm. became a born-again Christian after a stint in rehab early on in his conservatorship. Mm -hmm. He knew Lou Taylor, we've heard of her before, we'll get to her in a moment, who worked with Jamie Lynn as early as 2004. Lou Taylor was the head of a thing called, or is the head of a thing called TriStar Entertainment and Sports or something. TriStar Entertainment. And it's basically a business relationship, right? Uh, that she had with Jamie Lynn as early as 2004. And then also at a time of great family drama, trauma, whatever you want to describe I mean, it. when has that not been a thing for them? Right. But specifically when Britney was confronted with conservatorship, Lou Taylor served as a family spokesperson. Hmm, interesting. interesting. So Lou, for those who don't remember, created a company, as I said, called TriStar. And in 2008... She and Jamie discussed making TriStar the business manager in the conservatorship. Well, we learned about Lou Taylor in the documentaries about Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. And part of the backstory of Lou Taylor is that she has a husband. And if I remember correctly, they describe her. I'm just going to let TMZ describe her, but... And then I'll tell you what my recollection Mm -hmm. was. Taylor was also a fervent born-again Christian, something she talked about on the Today Show in 2008. She brought in a woman who we've talked about, Robin Greenhill, to kind of basically like look at Britney like Mm -hmm. up and down Mm 24-7. To basically be her minder. She worked for TriStar to have day-to-day contact with Britney and helped manage her business affairs. 
But according to this story in TMZ, this went way beyond money uh, that Robin was all up in every aspect of her life. And the sources say a lot of this also involved bringing religion to Brittany Mm. and trying to cure her with, quote, God. Um, They say, our sources say for the first year, Jamie, Robin, and Lou literally walked around with Bible in hand, proselytizing the word of God. Great. We're told for a time they would only let Brittany read religious material. Mm. And we're told there was a large measure of intolerance for anyone who wasn't, quote, a good Christian. We could go on, but let's start there. So essentially what the TMZ story is saying is that they were using God to control Britney. They were mm-hmm. using their understanding of religion, which also interestingly, because we have just started watching uh, the way down, well, Holly watched it, told us about it. I watched it. I know you're watching it. Um, the way down about Gwen Shamblin, who runs Iran before she passed a church mm-hmm. called the remnant, which is very culty mm-hmm. by all accounts. And, um, after having watched that documentary and then reading this story and remembering the echoes, the wink, wink, nudge, nudge and the documentaries we've seen about Lou Taylor, her husband, their religious, uh, affiliations, affiliations. Mm-hmm. Because if I remember correctly, Lou's, husband has a church jamie was very very involved in that mm-hmm. i was like anytime you get like this like vague god churchy thing connected with people that are very rich mm-hmm. my spidey senses go up because i've watched a lot of documentaries mm-hmm. so having just on the heels of watching that documentary and then seeing the story i'm like oh my god they're trying to use a cult to control britney what do you say about that well the first thing i would like to say about that is i would like to review something we heard a little bit earlier in the show to confirm where your spidey senses were tingling in your special places. Mm. Um, because we had a little blind item about this. Did we not, friends? Oh, boy! Blinded by the item. Oh, yeah. Celebrity gossip mysteries from earlier this afternoon. The former business manager of this singer in quotation marks is trying to merge her current cult with the one that features weight loss. Ah. It's why she bought a massive property within shouting distance of it. Now, doing a little homework, yep. trying to do some research, I did find an address Ooh. for Lou Taylor ah. in Brentwood, Tennessee. Interesting. Mm. Brentwood, tr- Tennessee, Tennessee would be the location mm-hmm. of the remnant organization. She just sold her building that held TriStar earlier this year, according to the Nashville Post. 11 Music Circle South for $5.5 million, meaning that she was ready to sell. Okay, two things. Number one, is it, is Trist, was TriStar already in Tennessee? Yes, okay. but they had a they okay. had that office in Nashville, so okay. they own an office in Nashville. They have offices in Hollywood. Second question, and my spidey senses are tingling about this. Isn't, where is it that Jamie Spears is living in a van down by the river? Louisiana. Louisiana. It is in Louisiana. Yeah. Okay. Now, I will say that TriStar, according to this article that was published in the Nashville Post earlier this year, TriStar plans to move to a larger office space, but has yet to announce the address of the future location. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think this is so fascinating, yeah. and it just it when we read when Holly read the blind item today it was like, oh my gosh, uh, this is so it's obvious. It's all clicking right? together because again, anytime I see rich people with power and influence having some sort of vague, you know, because I I don't want to make it a conversation about religion, but. Again, watch the documentary. Right. It's clear that you have highly successful people who also have interests. Their church has an interest, as does this particular church that's laid out in The Way Down, the documentary on HBO Max about Gwen Shamblin and that organization, The Remnant. They have a real estate arm. Mm-hmm. There is a real estate company mm-hmm. that's a part of the church. They also have a bunch of other companies that are running Interesting Which business side business sounds familiar, doesn't it? So when you combine God, a lot of money, and people who have a vested interest in controlling very powerful people, I smell things. Well, and you and you smell them even. I mean, they stink even more when uh, at the head of the church is a personality. When all of the money seems to be funneled through the tax exempt uh, church through yeah. the businesses and seems to line the pockets yeah. of a personality at the head of that. That's when we start using the C word. And I mean, cult. Um, and that's, you know, they talk about that explicitly in the way down. Yeah. And I think that there probably is a type of person who looks admiringly at that and wants whatever that is. And I, it, it does not surprise me given what we're hearing about how religion was used, frankly, and I'll say it because I'm fine saying it, um, abusively. Oh, yeah. I mean, at the, stories, Spears. the stories we've heard firsthand, it yeah. most definitely is being used abusively. Right. And I'm speaking specifically of Britney Spears, the way that, yeah. that uh, Robin Greenhill and Lou Taylor yeah. used religion abusively toward Britney Spears. That would be very much in line with a person who wants the power of a faith to help propel them into another echelon. So none of this is surprising. Yeah. And the fact that your spidey senses were tingling and then we got that. I mean, it was just it was like waiting for a you. Gift. Yeah. It was like a gift for us. And from likely, above. It's like all it's like God wants us to uncover the truth. And we're going to start an organization, and it's called the Church of Team Cobra. Please come to our fellowship. No, again, it's just, it, it. it's so obvious that you have very wealthy people who've understood a very easy way to make a lot of money, mm-hmm. not be held accountable, and to put everything in a big black box mm-hmm. that nobody else can look at. You mm-hmm. just have to call it a church. Right. That's all you have to do. Remember what, and they said this too in the documentary, The Way Down, HBO Max. It's just three episodes. It's like three hours of your time. It's super there will worth be two it. more episodes in the, in the spring. Watch it. Actually in the winter. It's They're coming uh, in early 2022. But here's the thing that, this is the thing that I thought for sure was like, it was like calling out to us because we used to be, we still are fascinated with. Cults. The Church of Scientology. Yeah. And there was a guy who's interviewed in this documentary who says, L. Ron Hubbard said, if you really want to make a splash, if you really want to make money, build a religion. And that's essentially what he did with Scientology. Yeah. And that's what Gwen Shamblin did with the way down in the remnant church. And that's what it sounds like. These uh, Lou Taylor and Robin yeah, Greenhill. I, are I just imagine that Lou Taylor, the connections between Lou Taylor, her husband 
TriStar and the Remnant and that organization, or at least people in that circle, uh, it would not surprise me if we find a smoking gun. Oh, mm-hmm. Lou Taylor's. When you Google, you find an address. It's a 10-minute drive from the Remnant Fellowship. There it is. Stone's throw. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, there is somebody else trying to get into the Gooper Scoopers business. We'll tell you who it is and what they're peddling after this on My Talk 1071. Well, there's another Gooper in the business. Uh, She's scooping. And she's scooping the goop at you. Her name's not Gwyneth Paltrow. It's somebody else. And we're going to tell you who it is on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Should we get the Gooper Scoopers together for this? I think so. Okay. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb on Gooper. Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. That's just what they do. Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. there's always stupid stuff on Goop. Yeah, this is Goop adjacent. We're talking about Ellen, who's launching a new skincare line hmm. after announcing the end of her toxic talk show. Hmm. Or at least that's how the Daily Mail put it. And... Yeah, not that kind of toxic in the free Britney sense. Mm-hmm. The what are you talking about? Now, you may say Rihanna, Kylie Jenner, Jennifer Lopez, Kim Kardashian, and Gwyneth Paltrow all have their own range of skincare Who products. Who doesn't have a skincare line? So why shouldn't Ellen? I mean, she can do whatever she wants. Right? And just so you know, she is. The line, which is set to release at the end of this month, has been developed over the past three years, no doubt. Mm. Similar to the line of popcorn. Rob's artisanal popcorn. Artisanal (laughs) uh, popcorn that the Joe Bros we talked about earlier in the show. Her company, it's not just any company making this skincare. Of course it's not. I don't want you to laugh too hard, though, when I tell you the name of Ellen's New skincare line, which I know she's she was like she's she has a history with skincare products, right? I, I don't know about that, but I do know she's got a history of housewares because she has got a whole because, you know, she flips houses. So she's all housey. But remember, she had that cover girl uh, relationship. She I was like the face that. of cover girl for a I few forgot years. I about that. Um, so it's easy, breezy, my beautiful. Point is, it's not. Is it beautiful or is it? That's Maybelline. Me? I don't know. That's Maybelline. Uh, anyway, the moral of the story is uh, it's not like she just pulled this out of her keister and was like, I can do anything. I'm going to doo doo out some skincare. Great. No, she, she, <laughs> it's all natural. Hey, that's coming. Trust me. I'm going to start a line poop. of. Well, we use. Never mind. I'm going to stop. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to tell you and about. really be artisanal. Remember I said, mm-hmm. you're not, you're going to laugh. When I tell you the name of... I'm Bradley Trainer And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For skincare line, Ellen's skincare product is called Kind Science. What? <laughs> What? Okay, whenever somebody what? tells me what they are so overtly, I'm like, I bet you're not actually that. Well, so, we learned that the hard way. We know you're not kind, 
Or at least we know the word kind is problematic when mm-hmm. attached to you because it's set up unrealistic expectations. And if I think, if I remember correctly, in her apology tour after the toxic workplace scandal that Ellen was confronted with, mm-hmm. she talked about not wanting to be the kind person because that set up unrealistic expectations. Yeah. She basically said, in retrospect, I would not have made myself that because it sets to your point, unrealistic expectations. So that to me sounds like I'm trying to tiptoe away from that because I'm not that. But I don't know that biatch science was an option. (laughs) Yeah, or toxic science. But also science. Science says to me, that's like a buzzword. People are like, just throw the word science because then it's real (laughs) and it actually does something. Oh, I'm going to wear glasses and put my science. If only that worked with some parties. So this particular skincare line called Kind Science. Uh, she launched it on her show, by the way. It's set for release uh, and, again, has been worked on for three years. You know, here's the cool thing. it They want you to embrace your age, not your wrinkles. But this is a high-performance, effective skincare for everyone. Okay, so that means it's nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's everything. It's for everybody, but also just for you, but also for you. But also... And you, too. The um, kind part has to do with it's kind to your skin, it's kind to animals, mm. and it's kind to the environment. Mm. So this is just a marketing guru mm-hmm. who was like, how do you want to poop out more money, Ellen? Mm-hmm. And I don't shame her for that game. Mm-mm. Because, like you said, you know, she had some housewares or something. Mm -hmm. She's also got a production company. I mean, I'm not surprised. Mm -hmm. She's a billion-dollar brand. But, like, who's running out to buy kind science? Uh, Definitely not. Also, science is, like, again, but the least sexy word ever. Yeah. Like, Like, I don't want to rub rub science on my face. Science on your face. Please do consider injecting it into your body. And I really do mean that. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people Just doing dumb things. Skincare, but yeah, I know what you mean. Crazy, stupid idiots. My talk one. It's gonna be dumb people doing dumb own. things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Do you feel that? I, do you feel that? Uh, no. I feel, oh, it's right here. It's like in this area. Oh, yeah. Oh! It's generosity. We're giving something away. Yes. What are we giving away? That's right. We're giving away a pair of tickets to go see New Kids on the Block mixtape tour 2022. Not only with New Kids on the Block, but with Salt and Peppa, Rick Astley, and in Vogue. They're coming to the XL Energy Center June 14th. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 11 a.m., but you could win a pair if you're caller number four. 651-641-1071. Caller number four. You know, New Kids on the Block had a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to go yeah. and see them. It's true. Caller number four, congratulations. And now let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things, sometimes with their bits and pieces, oftentimes in a state known as Florida. And sometimes other places. Like? You know, I knew you were going to ask that question. And this particular tale today comes to us from Des Moines, 
actually a suburb of Des Moines, mm. otherwise known as Ankeny. Mm. Yep. I've been there. Have you? I'm yes, sorry. indeed. Actually, that is, uh, they've got great baseball fields. Oh, good to know. Also, Des Moines has a beautiful capital. But what happened in Ankeny? Uh, have you met, when you were there, did you meet mm. Robert Galwitzer? I did not. Okay, well, he copped last week to a misdemeanor count in a bizarre incident that took place in late June. I don't think we talked about it, but we've definitely talked about something similar. Mm. Um, don't email. Uh, so this particular gentleman did something that'll change your life forever. Now he is a fan of McDonald's. McDonald's. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's not alone. Problem is, he had an issue with his order. Oh, I, this happens so often. And so he did something that was crazy, stupid, and idiotic. Do you want to just start with what he did and then we'll work back to why? I mean, obviously, yes. And obviously, I'm going to just start with he probably pooed somewhere. No, he didn't poo, but there is a bomb involved. Oh, whoa. Did he call in in a bomb threat? He did. He bomb threaded an Iowa McDonald's Mm -mm. because something was wrong with his order. Sometimes when I go through the drive-thru at mm. certain McDonald's's. Yeah, it happens. Um, Not just McDonald's. Like actual important pieces of the meal are missing. Like say maybe the French fries or the actual sandwich. Close. But in this case, Robert Galwitzer was frustrated because as he drove through the drive-thru, he picked up his order, which included a 30-piece chicken McNugget, which Ooh, I he was hungry. Okay. Chicken McNuggets. That's like my go-to. Um, I've given up on all the other things at this point. There was one thing about his McNugget order that did not go as planned. Oh, this is something that actually has happened. I have one child who is very attached to his barbecue sauce, and so we hoard it and keep it in the car. Because oftentimes it doesn't make it in the bag. And that's exactly what happened. Is they it? forgot his dipping sauces. Mm. And so he did the next best thing for a crazy, stupid idiot. And uh, they said, you know, you can come back to the restaurant to get your sauces. And yeah, he we'll said, supply well, you with your sauce. Instead, I think I'm just going to blow the store up and punch you in the face. Okay. So Mr. Galwitzer, who lives about five miles from McDonald's, was quickly okay. identified. Buddy, that was a quick ride. You could have gone and gotten your dumb I know. sass. Uh, police questioned him. And uh, he was like, well, they got my order wrong. I was very upset. Okay. This is, as a parent, what this tells me is it's very important to teach your children <laughs> how to deal with disappointment in productive ways. Yeah. Also, and not in crimey ways. Also, just... Have some barbecue sauce in your fridge. Yeah. Or like I said, hoard it and keep it in your car. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. might go bad, but. Or try something else the runs in your are worth house. It. The runs are not worth it, actually. <laughs> but oh. I would try something else. Honey, butter, mm. mayonnaise, relish. So many options. Salsa. I mean, there are all sorts of things you could sprinkle on your nugs. Mm. That is true. Where are we going next? Thanks for asking. Uh, we are going to Florida. Oh, fun. Okay. What's going on? We're going to meet 90 year old Thomas Conrad. Hi, Thomas. Last Saturday, um, he was pretty disappointed with his neighbor. Okay. It happens. 
More specifically, he was disappointed with his neighbor's gardener because his neighbor's gardener kept on um, accidentally, I would say, um, putting his foot on his lawn. He was busy gardening in the neighbor's lawn and every once in a while his foot would wander over if he was at a weird angle or something. He would step on Mr. Conrad's lawn. And Mr. Conrad is somebody who would enjoy nobody being on his lawn. Yeah. In fact, he would say, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. And that is precisely what he did. Get off my lawn. He started to hassle the gardener uh, loudly and um, and it alerted his actual neighbor who had hired the gardener, Jack Henson, Mm. 46-year-old Jack Henson. related to Jim. I do, too. I don't know. But Jack Henson came outside, and he was like, dude, it's like, I'm sorry, just chill. And Thomas Conrad was like, I will not chill. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. And Jack Henson was like, I don't know what to do with you. So they started to argue. And Thomas swore at him. Mm. Thomas Conrad, 90-year-old Thomas Conrad, started to hurl profanities. And then he threatened to punch Jack in the face. I feel like he must be going through some stuff right now. I mean, We all are. It's true. It's true. Deep breaths, everyone. Everybody take a deep breath. But he was like, I'm going to punch you. And Okay, that seems like it's a good idea. Jack Henson said, go ahead. And then do you know what happened? Thomas Conrad did. He punched him twice in the face uh, after being invited by Jack Henson to punch him. Now, the gentleman that punched was 90. Correct. I'm assuming he was mobile. Yeah, he must have been because he threw two punches. Did he just like stand there and go like, or did he walk up to like, how did that like, he was like, you can come hit me. I don't know, but it happened. He threw two punches and then they called the police. They apparently did land because when the police came, they asked Mr. Thomas Conrad the age-old question, when Why did you do it? Exactly. Yeah. And can you guess what Thomas Conrad's reply was? Because I was angry? He told me to do it. Oh, well, I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but it didn't is matter. That is that illegal? You can't if somebody invites you to punch them and you do, is that a problem? I don't that's a good question. I mean, I would say yes, but whatever. Yeah, Nobody probably asked me. in a non horny setting. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No safe word. Yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, I don't, the, I don't want to know the horny setting of the <laughs> neighbor punching you in the face. Eh, eh, you know, people get up to stuff. The cops arrested uh, Thomas Conrad, 90 years old, for misdemeanor battery and tacked on a charge for resisting arrest because Thomas was also trying to get them to get off of his lawn. Oh, I'm dead serious. God. So he's got some issues. Yeah. I wonder how he made it to 90 being so angry. Well, I mean, or maybe it's that he made it to 90 that made him so angry. You never know with people. Yeah. I did include for your viewing pleasure his mugshot. It's delightful. Enjoy. Hi. I'm 90. I'm 90. And what happened? I think it's sort of like, how did it, Where, how did we get what? here? Yeah. I will say, nice yard. Beautiful lawn. I might tell people to stay off it as well. I don't get weird about my lawn. In fact, I, and I don't know. I don't, it's, it's you know, y- yesterday I was picking my kids up from school and I meet them at a rendezvous location close to the school because don't even get me started about how difficult it is oh, I'm sure. to get close. But they walked across the corner of somebody's lawn and I had that visceral like moment where I was like, 
I feel like I should tell them that they shouldn't walk across somebody's lawn. Like, I don't yeah. know. Some Do people, people get, get very particular yeah, about that. Yeah, you're probably right. And this is a new home, I, and I'm I, sure they're very, like, protective I, about that. I don't care as long as you're, like, not ruining it. Right. As long as you don't have, like, golf spikes on. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. Uh, where are we going next? Well, in fact, if you have golf spikes, it's Actually, probably good because you're probably that. aerating my yeah. lawn. That's fine. Uh, we're going to go to Fort Anne. I don't know what state Fort Anne is in. Area code 518. Hmm. I do know that because I'm Angela Cugini Gerard is a licensed real estate person in that neck of the woods. Um, mm. That would be uh, near Lake Placid, upstate New York. Okay, so Fort Anne, New York. And I want to take you to the Great Meadow Correctional Facility. Okay, do I have to go? Because yeah, that no, sounds like go. a prison. It is a prison, but it Great. has a nice name for a prison, right? Yeah, like a beautiful meadow where Great we're going to correct meadow you. Great Meadow Correctional Facility. Mm. It's a prison. And uh, I want to tell you about Elijah Tripp, who is 28. He's from Alden. And he... Um, he is there. Okay. okay. And that's the thing. Yep. Because some people are there and some people are not. But the ones <laughs> who are there, they have to be there because they did something mm-hmm. they shouldn't have. Right? Mm-hmm. And apparently, um, while he was there, he was unhappy, which I understand. I mean, because I don't if you know were in prison, excited about you that. probably wouldn't be very excited. But that's when he decided to be a crazy, stupid idiot. You, Only after he found himself in prison. Well, he, he had an he he decided to deal with his emotions oh. in a non-productive manner, which is why he's a crazy, stupid idiot today. Mm. He got angry at one of the um, prison guards okay. or correction officers, okay. and he peed at him. No, actually, but you're not that far off. He pooed at him. Yes. He pooed at him. I mean, like okay. directed it, was a very, it and then <laughs> it was a Tim Hortons ready aim fire. Oh dear. Um, okay. All right. so, but still, I mean, literally, mm. actually, but not still, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely moving in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. So state police had to charge Elijah R. Tripp, 28 of Alden, with a felony count of aggravated harassment of an employee by an incarcerated individual after he threw schmeeses. At a Schmerection Schmofficer. Mm. Yeah. He was arraigned in Washington County Court and returned to Purison. Okay. He's in court. <laughs> yeah. At a later date. He's in Purison. Yes. Okay. You guys, how many times do we have to tell you do not it, throw Schmeeses? Schmeeses is not a weapon. It's not. It's, not, it's also not a toy. It's not art. Mm-mm. No. It's not even a face mask. Nope. Okay, Holly. Why did she have to go there? I'm not sure. And we went there in the last segment. That's true. That's true. Fair point. <laughs> did we? We were talking about the Ellen oh, that's cosmetics. True. Okay, thank and, like, you. Using I, your okay. own I was thinking about schmoop. the wrong mask. I was thinking, you know, COVID, we're wearing face oh. masks. Oh, yeah, much better, much better. <laughs> <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show... It's time to play a little game. Now, before we go to break, Holly, I do want you to know I did win yesterday. Oh, a triumphant I seen, win. I, yes, I will put that in the total And you know that I won the day before. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. Well, I am just saying, too. We both just said. Yeah. So you better be giving us both points. We're going to play the throwback live, live when we come back after this on My Talk 1071.